millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Kitchen Garden Magazine offers down-to-earth advice to make sure you get the tastiest produce from your plot. Packed with hints and tips on growing your own fruit and veg, it's perfect for beginners and experts alike. We have a very special subscription offer for our podcast listeners. Get the printed magazine and free seeds delivered to your door, an interactive digital version for tablets and smartphones, access to a 10-year back-issue archive, and exclusive content on the KG Subs Club website. And all this could be yours for just £4.99 a month. An absolute bargain. Go to www.classicmagazines.co.uk forward slash KG264 for all the details. Hello and welcome to um, episode 33 of the Kitchen Garden podcast. And I'm here with uh, the rest of the team. My name's Steve and I'm here with Emma. Hello. And Tony. Hiya. And we're just going to have a quick look through the magazine which is in the shops now, which is the April issue. Uh, in the shops and on your tablets, um, as usual, packed issue. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to mention was um, the Mudcateers pages. We've got a little challenge for you. Um, we've been planting some potatoes in bags. Um, I'm planting in a uh, potato, proper potato bag. I think Tony, yours is a bit flasher than than that, isn't uh, it? Yes, <laughs> I've got a, a, a green. Um Interwoven fabric. It's a proper mon- potato bag. It's proper. It's a bit bigger actually than than your Steve, but. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say no more. <laughs> and mine's a compost bag. Thanks a lot, yeah. guys. <laughs> I think we put. We, the idea is we plant only one potato tuber in each container and see which one does the best. Yeah, yeah. And we're trying to encourage people to grow just one tuber in any container they like. It could be a small pot. A mm-hmm. massive pot, yeah. and we want to see what happens, really, don't we? Yeah. We do. Yeah. The yeah. We've planted a Charlotte, but uh, you can choose any variety you want. Yeah, yeah, Burley's might be best, but whatever you fancy, whatever you've got, yeah. got love handy. to know. Love to know how you get on. That's yeah. what uh, that's not the, it's a little, little bit of a trial because mm. it has been taught that if in, in a small container. You can get just as many potatoes as a big yeah. container. So yeah. do you plant one potato with one tuber, or do you put three in? Well, the question. Is, uh, this yeah. is yeah. Well, I'm going to stick with one in my yeah, potato we should, bag. Well, we, and we should have one and then see how they do in the different yeah. Yeah. different containers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. So there's that little challenge for you as well. Do let us know how you get on. Um, got a nice feature on dahlias here as well. Mm. Um, trying to add a bit of colour to the garden. Might seem strange us talking about flowers, but um, they look nice great to on, a, on allotment, don't they? They do. Yeah. On yeah. borders. Yeah, squeeze one in somewhere at the end of a row. Yeah. And grow, grow them from seed if you know. You don't always have to True. You know, yeah. um, spend yeah. more money on tubers. You can grow them from seed and they will flower in yeah. the same same, same year. year. Yeah, yeah. Will. you can treat them as annuals then, I suppose, can't you? Yeah. If you haven't got anywhere to overwinter them yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah. 
to worry about. But a big splash of colour from your plot. They're lovely. And then and pretty easy, aren't they? And and they'll go oh, yeah. on for a yeah, long time, yeah. won't they? Until yeah. until the frosts come. I mean I lift Fetch mine I lift mine once they've been frosted in the mm. autumn and then yeah. I just put them in bags of damp compost and put them in uh, under the greenhouse bench. Mm. Yeah. And leave them there till April and then plant them out again. Mm. It's quite easy. Because you can eat them as well, can't you? Yeah. In theory, I'm not entirely yeah. sure what you tried it, actually. They probably are better things, but um, <laughs> you can, yes, you can buy varieties that are for eating. Yes, you can. I don't know. Mm. Well, I've never tasted them. but I've not no. tried a tube. Uh, I think you'd have to be pretty hungry, really. I think you would. Anyone listening to this has tried them. Do let us know how you got on with those. Um, yeah. Some, something else a bit more a bit unusual is um, we've got a little feature on growing tea. Oh, you can right, actually yeah. grow tea in this country. Mm. It likes a sort of mild, soggy winter. Well, we get plenty, plenty of those. Of those yeah. Yeah. Um, again, cool, damp summers. We get plenty of those. <laughs> should be yes. ideal, shouldn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. but actually, some parts of the UK are probably a bit too cold for it, but the ideal places are probably places like Cornwall. West, mm. west, west coast. Mm. Yeah, up in Scotland, where the Gulf Stream affects it, that's a bit more so milder. You, you pick the leaves and then I suppose you dry them. Yeah, out. you pick the very young. It's very. It's, it's the tip. It's the tips of the of the oh, bush. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's okay. a camellia. It's a camellia family. So mm. it's a camellia. Um, it's, so it likes quite acidic conditions as well because camellia is mm. like acidic mm. soil. And um, yeah, you can just dry you the grow leaves. Grow them in pots or outside, yeah, if you presumably. Got the acid soil, you could yeah. do that, couldn't you? Yeah, lime-free compost in a pot. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, there are people that are growing quite a few of them and uh, and actually producing tea for commercially mm. Mm. on a very small scale. We'd have to grow an awful lot for us, wouldn't we, on the plot, really? Wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, growing in sufficient quantities, I suppose. But it'd be a good no, experiment, I mean, just, wouldn't just it? For taste, just for a taste, just for a taste yeah. of tea yeah. of your own homegrown, it is possible to do. Yeah, it's mm. quite interesting. Do you buy the bags so you can put them in the bags? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd make enough That's to even the... warrant buying them. <laughs> <laughs> Just stick to a strainer then. Yeah. Okay. And then. Tell yeah. me you've been talking about. Yeah, last year, I mean, uh, we love salads, I'm sure you two do as well, and, mm. um, you know, trying to bring variety and colour to your to your salad bowl. I mean, last year mm. I took a Japanese theme, I thought, and just tried lots of different salad leaves with a, yeah. an oriental background. And um, I didn't grow them in masses of them, little pots, and um, used them merely as a cut and come again. And so there was one Komatsuna, which is a kind of mustard stroke spinach mm-hmm. hybrid, which was... quite a strong flavour. Yes, uh, not, not overly strong. Mm-hmm. Not as strong as probably the mustards that uh, you get. Mm. And grew some of those, and they're, they're lovely, the mustards, aren't they? Especially those frilly, yeah. frilly ones. Yeah. Yeah. The red frilly. You get the red one, yeah, the really cu- pretty colour. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they look great in salads. And there was a couple of others that I'd not grown before. Obviously there was Mitsuna, which perhaps people are familiar with but there was a something called Tokyo Bacana um, which is a, actually a cabbage mm. oh. never tried but, that one but um, you know uh, mix them all together in a salad and they're, they're oh, that's the nice is you get a variety don't you I mean you, you yeah. know you go to the supermarket you can get the pillar packs but you've mm. got such a greater variety if you grow your own yeah and virtually all year round so especially fresh. undercover as well mm. yeah lovely I mean you know it makes a real difference to salads it makes does. them interesting as opposed to the, yeah. the leafy yeah. lettuce that we probably had as children. Cucumber, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, very good. Should we try some of those? 
And then I've been writing about um, asparagus this month because it's a good time to be to be planting it. Um, nice long-term crops. He sort of put it in and forget it almost, really. So yeah, that's yeah. always good. Probably don't start picking it for three years, do you? Really? That's the only thing. Yeah, you've got to um, mm. buy the crowns, which look a bit like big spiders, really. That's fascinating. With long to, roots to look at, aren't they? They the, are. Yeah, the, the yeah. actual crowns. Well, you need to get sort of like two-year-old crowns, don't you? And then you can perhaps pick you do, in the really. second year oh, yeah. and leave it. Yeah. You buy one-year-old crowns, maybe you need them, leave it a couple of years before you pick. Years, yeah. You might be able yeah. to pick the odd spear, but... I even grew some. I did grow, grow some from seed once, but they took a good three years to before you were picking anything. So it's worth paying for the crowns, I think, yeah, on I mean, balance. I've, I've put some in two years ago and coming up to three now, but I didn't mm. really get anything off it last year. No. So hopefully this year there'll be a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, interesting sort of little plants, aren't they? Oh, they are. Yeah, no, they're great to grow. They look really nice when when you you leave mm. them because you stop cutting sort of um, end of June, July time, and just let them grow and they get what they call mm. the ferns on the top, mm. and they're really quite nice, uh, orna nice and ornamental. Yeah. You can plant them in the in the borders really if you've only got room for one or two. Yeah. Could just about get away with growing them in a tub as well, I suppose. Mm. Um, but better in the ground probably. Only if anything I find is I have to watch the slugs because they do um, uh, nibble the shoots as they're coming through the nice. through the ground sometimes. But apart from that, they're really quite easy. Mm. Um, some nice offers as well in the uh, on the asparagus crowns in the magazine this month. And we've also got a feature on um, which is very topical at the moment: reducing plastic use in the garden. Yes. Because, of course, mm. you do tend to get a lot of plastic, what with plastic pots yeah, and uh, polythene and crop mm. covers. I mean, you can't ever really avoid no. it. You, I mean, you can't avoid it completely, can you? Because, I mean, you need crop covers and they're going to be made of plastic. Yes, yeah. I suppose for us it's about recycling it, isn't it? And using yeah, it again I think and again. gardeners are really good at recycling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, using old yoghurt pots and things for That's planting it. and yeah. stuff. And pots, plastic pots, you get those, but... You just keep using them over and over again. You don't ever mm. have to throw them out, do you? Yeah. Soft drink bowls are fantastic, aren't they? Yeah. You know, for all sorts of protection of your plants as they're coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think gardeners are probably quite good at, um, you know, not using too much plastic. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I think we've all become a lot more conscious of it as well, haven't we? Yeah. With, you know, watching yeah. blue yeah. planets and things like that. Yeah. How devastating it is to, yes, to wildlife. Yeah. I mean, it's little tips like, I mean, buying mm. fertilisers. You can buy fertilisers in plastic bottles, but you can get an awful lot in cardboard. Yeah. Or mm. grow, cardboard. or make your own. Sort of grow mm. your own. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. No, lots of ways. I've, I've noticed as well, actually, in the shops, that a lot of the pots and things are recycled plastic as well now. So, obviously, yeah. the manufacturers good. are taking it on board too. You can get bamboo, can't you, bamboo pots now. And you can mm. get coir pots. Mm. And of course, you can make your own out of newspaper. Mm. Just roll yeah. some up newspaper up. We did a feature a while back on gloves, and one of the gloves was a pair of gloves was made from bamboo. Yes, I remember those. Yeah. yeah, biodegradable eventually if you threw yes. them away. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. In compost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. And just sort of finally to mention, we've got a really nice feature on peas um, as well this month by um, uh, Rob Smith. So he's showing you all, all kinds of peas, really. So um, not just your ordinary pudding peas, but um, munch twos and um, all those sorts of things. So, uh, yeah, do check that out as well, because it's uh, prime time for sowing those two this so, month. Surprising what 
how many different sorts you can get. You can get really dwarf ones, can't you? You can grow very small yeah. pots. Yeah, yeah, we've got one really here called Half Pint, which is uh, ideal for the patio. Yeah, nice colours as well. Like, I've got this spring blush, which looks very attractive. Oh, stunning, yeah, with a little, mm. the pods are sort of flushed pink. They are, mm. they're nice. really pretty. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So, well, um, that's just a sort of small sample of what we've got in the magazine this month. So, uh, um, do have a look and uh, hope you enjoy it. And also, um, while you're there, do manage, do visit our forum. We've got a very lively forum. And uh, if you've got any questions, queries on gardening, or if you just want to talk to to other like-minded gardeners, do visit our forum, um, which you can get to from the website, which is www.kitchengarden.co.uk. 